Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin, a football coaches association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So if you listen to the show, you know this segment has just, it's become my favorite. And uh, it's because I feel, it's not about these superheroes, it's about me. I just feel better. I feel better about our community if, if half of these superheroes decide to come back when they get done in college and come back and they're the leaders in our community, we're going to be just Fine, you're going to love this week's Superhero of the Week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current Electric Superhero of the Week. So this week's Superhero of the Week, she's a senior at McGuanago High School. And I got to tell you, they rave about her. And I thought, okay, well, let, let me talk to her. Well, Miss Amber McCormick from McGuanago, man, she is uh, somebody to rave about. Amber, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. So normally in this segment, we'll go through a whole bunch of stuff, and we could do that with you because there's a bunch of stuff to go through. But I, I want to get through some of the things quickly, so I'm just going to talk about them. 3.7 GPA with a bunch of honors classes I means she's a big-time student athlete, soccer player. She ran cross-country. I don't know what she was thinking in that sport, but that's all right. She did. She did them both, and she excelled in both, and and uh, is a is a really good athlete. But there are some things that she does 
outside of being a big-time student and an athlete that I think are really impressive. And we're going to really kind of dig into these a little bit, if that's okay with you, Amber. Um, first of all, thank you so much, and congratulations on, on being this week's Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So I have to give Kathy, your mom, a little bit of credit. Um, she kind of pushed you into doing that mock trial your freshman year, and it wasn't something I don't think that you were really interested in doing, but thank God you took Kathy's advice. Yes, I would say that while going into high school, coming from a small private school, I wasn't sure if my trial would be the most popular club at the school. Um, But I really am happy that she pushed me into it. It has become a great passion of mine, and it's definitely something I want to further pursue. So um, Amber's going to go to Loyola, Chicago. What a phenomenal academic institution. If you haven't been on the campus, it's a beautiful campus. And though she's going to miss McGuanago, she's looking forward to, to that next part of, of her life. And she's looking to get into uh, political science and pre-law. And she's got this path that she has thought of for the last three years that she wants to go down. And let me tell you how some of this started. She got involved in Save Club, which is Students Against Violence Everywhere, correct? Yes. So yes. How, did, how, well, how did you and why did you get involved with that? Well, it all actually started with my older sister. So she was already at the high school and pretty involved in this club. And I knew I wanted to join clubs when I first got into high school, especially coming from my small school. Um, I knew I wanted to meet people. So I joined the club not really knowing what it would bring. And it's been an amazing experience. I have made some great friends in that club, but I also found my passion. And that's really just protecting people and saving lives. I was urged to join the National Youth Advisory Board for Sandy Hook Promise, which partnered with SAVE a couple years ago. And um, I've been on that board for two years now, and it's been a great life-changing experience for me. Been a game changer. You said a life changer. I agree. It's been a game changer for you. Yes, definitely. That was a great experience, and I'm so thankful for my teachers and everyone who was able to support me in that journey and I really has been so important in my life. So look, Amber just very quickly kind of said, look, and then I I was part of the national board for the Sandy Hook Promise Foundation. What she failed to put into that sentence is there's 10 high school kids throughout the country that they select to be on that board. She's been on the board junior and senior year. There's 10 in the country that are part of this. And let's talk a little bit about the Sandy Hook Promise Foundation. And when we talked off the air, Amber, look, I, I'm an old grandfather of four, and I just I don't know if I could, if I could talk and be, you know, in in some of these meetings with these fathers that have lost their children in such a tragic way. And you said, look, it's hard. It's really hard. But the the lessons I've learned and and such good things have come from such a tragedy. Yes, it's really it's a difficult conversation especially with mental health being such a stigma now and trying to break that it's definitely difficult and it can be uncomfortable sometimes but these conversations are so important and the Sandy Hook Promise Foundation has done a great job of making sure that they're really listening to students and uplifting student voices so that they're saving student lives no 
no person, no mother, no father should go through a tragedy of losing their kid. And fortunately, Amen. it's become almost the norm here in the United States. And we're trying to fight that every day. You know, Kathy and Bill McCormick, I, and I talked to Bill for a couple minutes, and I, I want them to know, if they're listening to this segment, I want them to know that the, the staff at McGuanago High School could not, they could not say enough uh, good things about Amber. Not only just all the things she does, but her personality and how people are drawn to her and how she gets along with everybody. And and I look, I've been doing these now for uh, a number of months. And each high school, they 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 do they rave about their their current electric superhero of the week. This this one was a little different for me. And I just uh, I give Kathy and Bill a lot of credit. And I give that McGuanago school and that community a lot of credit because they're all part of this. And this whole it takes a village thing, I I, 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 I agree with that. And Amber McCormick is going to make this this entire community and the school system very proud when she heads down to Loyola. I, I can tell you that. Hey, the Sandy Hook Promise Foundation, do you guys get together and pre-COVID, would, would, would you guys, would you actually meet some of the parents from, from that foundation? Yes, I actually was able to work personally with Nicole Hawkley and Mark Barden on um, a couple of events that went out to all of the um, Sandy Hook Promise Clubs nationwide. And it is really heartbreaking stories to hear from them, but it is just amazing how they are able to turn such a tragedy into something so positive and be able to change people's lives. Hey, Amber, um, one question that we always ask our current electric superhero of the week uh, this servant leadership heart that you have, where do you think that that has come from for you? Well, um, kind of a funny story, but in AP psychology, I took that last year, we learned about extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. And I always thought I was intrinsically motivated, trying to get good grades, get into college and everything like that. And um, I recently like reflected on that. And I really think that it just came from me and, my original socialization, and I originally, I mentioned it a couple times, but I originally came from a small private school in Genesee Depot before I um, came to the McGuanagall School District, and they definitely instilled um, the idea of community service and really just giving back to the community, and I wanted to take that with me to McGuanagall because I'm so thankful for the entire community and the staff and students there that have supported me and everything that I do in this. I just really want to give back to everyone there. Hey, Amber, I think that's where it came from. Amber, what what school was that? St. Paul's. St. Paul's. In Genesee Depot. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not around anymore. That, um, but people are. And it doesn't matter. The brick and mortar, the, the school isn't around. But there are people that were there that are listening to this right now going, I knew she was going to do good work. I knew that she was listening. I knew that she was taking notes. I knew she bought in. And and I'm hoping that if they're not listening, somebody is and can can reach out to some of the teachers that were at St. Paul four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, and say, Do you remember Amber McCormick? Man, you gotta go back. You gotta go listen to this <laughs> segment because she you know what? She carried on this servant leadership heart that we tried to help her learn. And we definitely did that and, and I thank them. Hey, um, when we talked off the air and I took some notes. Um, you had a teacher uh, recently, an AP teacher. Is it Mr. Montana? 
Janice, Mr. Montani. Yeah, he, he said, if I could say one thing about your four years here, I would use the term full plate. And I, you know what? I laugh because he, I, he's really correct. And you said, look, I, we're not going to have enough time to talk about all the clubs I joined, but I have a hard time saying no. So I just, I keep diving in. I keep getting involved in all this stuff. If you had to change anything through your high school career, is there anything that you would change? As crazy as it sounds, I wish I would have joined another club. <laughs> which um, which club? There's a club at my school called Sting Cancer, and they're giving back to um, cancer and trying to support those survivors. And I've always been interested. I've always tried to make it to those meetings. And obviously with a busy year, it's been tough. But I think if I were to go back, I would definitely try to make that a, another priority of mine. It's a great club, a great organization. Amber, how do you sleep at night? You sleep all right? <laughs> um, there are definitely better days than or there are some worse days. Yeah. There are some better days, but everything gets done in the end, and everything will be all right. That's just what kind of keeps me going. And <laughs> as high school ends, I know it was all worth it. Oh boy, she is again, Amber McCormick. She is the daughter of Kathy and Bill McCormick out in McGuanago. How many kids in your family, Amber? Um, so I'm the middle child. I have an older sister and a younger brother. And and your older sister's first name? Brenna McCormick. Brenna, and your brother's name? Ryan. Ryan. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, this is, uh, if, if if the older sister, younger brother, or anything like Amber, and if they're not, if they just kind of do their own thing, that's great too. All I know is this, that, that again, Kathy and Bill McCormick have done a great job. And with, with Amber, and it, it, it's just not them. When you listen to her, it's these teachers. And look, if I let her start to ramble, and I'm not going to allow it, because I asked her, hey, who's been your favorite teacher? And she had like 19 of them. And this is the one, my favorite teacher here because of this. And she did this for me. And this guy, this teacher, he really, like, he taught me this. And so uh, needless to say that everybody out in that McGuanago uh, school system, and then Genesee Depot, over at St. Paul's, which is no longer around, you guys did great. And you should stand up and, and applaud, you know, this young lady and the work that she's doing. She Her goal is to be a civil rights attorney. And, again, if she goes to Loyola, has a great time in Chicago, gets a job in Chicago, and one day decides to come back to Milwaukee in this area, man, we're going to be just fine. Amber McCormick, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Congratulations on being this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. And again, I just want to reiterate, thank you so much to the McGuanago community and the McGuanago high school staff for everything that they've done to support me. Hey, I hope she remembers how nice that I've been to her because one day I I just believe we're all going to be working for her one day. So, (laughs) you know what? Just remember, Amber, I was very nice to you and, and, and I didn't call you Emma even one time. We talked on the phone just to let people know what I'm talking about. Talked on the phone for a half hour. I called her Emma about 20 times. And then I realized, oh, my goodness, her first name is Amber. And uh, so I sent her a text saying, sorry about that. She's like, yeah, no problem. No no big deal. Amber McCormick, Current Electric Superhero. We go to the Current Electric Facebook page if you want to take a look at the picture of Amber and uh, this bio of all this stuff that she has done, is doing, and plans to do. Again, Amber, well done, and thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue with the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella. Windows and Doors of Wisconsin at 1250 in the fan. I want to thank uh, McGuanagall High School, Amber McCormick, our current electric superhero of the week. I hope uh, you were as impressed with her as, as I was. In fact, I was so impressed that I reached out to Allie Faith on our sister station. We do a, uh, we do a community affairs program. And I said, Allie, man, you got to have this girl on. And I told her about her, and she goes, done. Set the thing up. We'll interview her. I'd love to talk to her for 20, 25 minutes about all the things she has learned. Um, as, as one of only 10 high school students on the foundation, the Sandy Hook Foundation, and she's just really impressive. So that they're going to, I think, uh, Allie 
and Amber are going to get together sometime next week and uh, and record that. So I, again, I want to thank everybody at McGuanago High School, and uh, and certainly Amber McCormick and her parents for for uh, doing a couple of things they have to do to be one of our Current Electric superheroes of the week. You can go to the Current Electric Facebook page, take a look at this beautiful picture of Amber, and read the rest of her bio. It's really really impressive. Our next guest, Dan Brunner, and certainly when he was 17 years old, he would have been one of our current electric superheroes of the week, I think. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he'd be more like me where I never even knew where my socks were when I was that age. The WFCA Executive Director and Clinic Chair is uh, Dan Brunner. Hey, Dan, how you been? Good, Mike. Man, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you coming on with us. Hey, Dan, uh, before we get into some of the things that you're doing as the executive director with the WFCA, did you happen to hear the first two segments with Brad Murphy, the former head coach at Madison West? You know what? I, I missed that. I, I had a, another appointment at that time, but I missed that. Well, if you get a chance, go back. Um, once Mitch gets it posted and take a listen, and I know you know – you know, he's been let go over at Madison West because he started that that club team. And, you know, Dan, a lot of us would talk a big game. Oh, I really would. Maybe I should be doing that. But not a lot of guys would step out knowing they're probably going to be let go as the head football coach if they do this. But the idea of, of keeping these kids, you know, safe from COVID, but yet having to help them mentally, um, yeah. that's what drove him to to do that. And he did a great job with those kids. Yeah, I know that, and, and I know Brad, and uh, I mean, so well-intentioned, and it's just such a tough, tough situation for him right now, but I know he did a world of good for those kids. I did, No doubt. Did a world of good, and, and, and I know that he's going to land on his feet. Somebody, you know, from the WFCA, and he wants to stay in the Madison area, but, but one of these football coaches in that area – are going to say, look, I, I would love for you to either join my staff, you know, be part of our what we're doing over here. And I think if uh, if they're able to convince him to do that, because he wants to keep giving back, obviously, to uh, to these kids. And, and he feels that that's what his mission is. And, and I applaud him for that. Hey, Dan, busy time of year for uh, for the WFCA executive director, I would think. Yeah, more so than ever, uh, just because of the pandemic. Um, and, and it's you know, we kind of created this whirlwind of events right now, but it's a good thing because had we left our clinic where it was, it would not have happened again. And fortunately, uh, it timed out. This hap- this is the only date we could have the clinic. I mean, there, there's conflicts all over the place, but at least I'm just so excited we're going to have our in-person clinic. And from what we understand, uh, the restrictions are being lifted in Dane County as of June 2nd. Our clinic starts June third, so it could be almost as normal as it could be in light of the pandemic. And Dan, you know, I know how hard you work on it, and Bob Brezowitz, you guys do just so much work organizing everything for the clinic. And you mentioned that, you know, if we would have had that the clinic when we normally have the clinic, it wouldn't have happened. Um, really, at what point did you know that the clinic was on? That the clinic was on. Yeah, that, that you <laughs> knew that you we could safely yeah. say we are having a clinic. Uh, uh, probably about a, a, a week and a half, well, a couple of weeks ago. You know, Bob and I went out uh, to the Marriott. You know, we've been in constant contact with them, and, and and it was 
you know, we got a little glimmer of hope when, when the staff there, Jim Strom, who we work with in the sales department, you know, he said, hey, you know, we're able to have some uh, small events and, you know, we can maybe have a gathering of 350 and 150 if we have food and beverage. And so that was, it was just a little bit of a spark that, hey, maybe we can do this. And he said, yeah, it's, it's looking good and uh, let's touch base again in a month. And while a month later, it was kind of like, well, they didn't budge a lot. So we were like, uh, uh-oh, um, you know, I don't know, our Hall of Fame banquet's got 550 people um, kind of signed up now, and that's a little more than 150. And so about a, then it was another month, and then Bob and I went out there and met with Jim, and Jim had talked to his manager, and he said, things are looking good. You know, we were talking about, okay, we'll have the banquet in this room, and we'll have uh, video boards in these rooms, and, you know, it would have just been kind of a hodgepodge event. And Mike knows how, how great that event is. It's he awesome. He was honored at it. I mean, it's just an awesome event. Yeah. And we don't, we don't want to have any take any backward steps there. So um, the man, general managers, you know, we got together and, and, and he said, listen, you know, we think things are opening up. You know, we're, we're going to let you guys go full speed ahead with your clinic. And, and it, this is only really three weeks ago where – where we found out we got the green light and then all of a sudden this announcement came out that Dane County was lifting restrictions as of June 2nd. I mean, I think Jim and the staff there, as hard as it is to believe they were more excited than we were to get that news because they love our event as much as we love going there and having our event. So, you know, (laughs) really, it's only been within the last week or so that we, we got the green light to go back and we knew that everything was going to be as close to normal as possible. You know, and you've been able to you know, put this thing together in record time, but a question that I have, Dan, how hard was it to line up speakers? I mean, yeah. you know, how do you line up speakers for an event that may not happen? Well, we had to be up front with them. And, um, you know, fortunately... You know, it's like anything, it's all based on relationships. And almost everybody who's going to speak has a relationship with somebody in our association, which is what makes our association so special. You know, Greg Madison, D coordinator at Ohio State, well, he's got a personal relationship with Brez. Uh, Jay Norvell, I've known Jay Norvell from way back when, and Bob did too when he was back at Wisconsin, and he's a Madison kid. So, you know, it's all those things, you know, we had to have that caveat in there that, you know, this may not happen. And, and those, you know, and football coaches as well as all coaches, they're so flexible and so willing to give their time and effort. You know, and Jay and all these, hey, if we got to go virtual, count me in. You know, it was so we, we, we had kind of a plan B uh, in place, but fortunately, you know, we're, we're with plan A. Man, that's awesome. Hey, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the headliners and the speakers, if you can. I, you know, I was uh, I was looking on the FCA um, part of it, and there's a breakfast with Luke Swan, who is uh, 
uh, former Badger uh, wide receiver, and and uh, he's going to give a message. And uh, Friday, June fourth, from seven forty-five a.m. to eight forty-five a.m. And so there's just a lot of great events, and there's different events that that um, certain coaches are going to want to go to, and that's certainly the the, the fellowship of Christian athletes. Um, for the coaches, that that's important too. We'll certainly be at that breakfast. But talk about some of the other things that guys are going to be able to get involved in at the clinic. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you touched on Luke Swan. I'm just a class act. Um, really, will add to the, the to the clinic overall. Bob Litke works with the FCA and, and did a great job of lining up Luke. Um, yeah, we're really excited. You know, I I, I called uh, Barry Alvarez. He was down in Florida, and we had a right after his um, announcement kind of leaked out that he was planning to retire. So I called to congratulate him, and then we had him lined up for the the clinic that got canceled. And he was so gracious and just thrilled that that we asked him to come back and kind of conclude the clinic on Friday night, and then. you know, again, Paul Christ, they got their plate full. It's a, it's a, it's a, an official visit weekend, but he's going out of his way to make it work for, to provide his coaches. Uh, Justin Outen, the tight end coach from the Packers, I talked to him um, a couple years ago. His dad was a high school coach, and, you know, he's just excited to come on Saturday morning. Again, Greg Madison. You know, a WFC Hall of Fame member, you know, concluding his career at Ohio State as the D coordinator. And then, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a guy, two guys that I'm really excited to, to have present. First and foremost, Joe Labuda, retiring, just, just a, again, a Hall of Fame coach, uh, has been such an outstanding um, example on and off the field for his players. And then the guy that has always been kind of an untouchable, um, Bob Highland. You know, Bob Highland. You know, he's a former North Dakota State player. You know, he's kind of that. If anybody knows Buck Nystrom, you know, Bob is kind of that, just that hard-nosed uh, guy who's mellowed over the years. Has been a coach for 50 years now, and Bob is excited about being able to present. And then you know another guy that we're going to uh, – guys will be just thrilled to have is Mike Grant, uh, Bud Grant's son. I mean, he's probably the winningest coach in, in Minnesota high school at Eden Prairie. Uh, they just won another state championship. And, you know, he's a really entertaining guy, not just the X's and O's guy. And he, he tells some great stories about his dad, who was just a legend, you know, legendary NFL coach and is still with us. Um, T.J. Watt. You know, Brad, you know, kudos to Brad Arnett. You know, again, there's a relationship. The Watt brothers all work out at the next level, and Brad was able to get TJ to come in on Saturday morning to just for the final uh, concluding session of the clinic. And TJ's excited about doing a, a Q&A with our guys, and, uh, you know, we're excited to have him. So, you know, I, you know, throwing this thing together um, really – Without knowing for sure that it was going to happen, I, I just think we've got a phenomenal lineup of coaches. So, you know, Brez and I are both thrilled about how things have turned out. Hey, hey, Dan, I got to tell you, and I'm looking at 
at the list, and you're right. It it is there is something for everybody. It's it's interesting with what's happened here the last 15 months that you know we've got a guy you've got a guy David Martin from the Jason Foundation coming to to talk. What's that? I was just going to talk about him. Yeah, yep. suicide prevention with student athletes on Faith in the Zone next week. I'll be interviewing a woman from the Rock Church in San Diego. And that's what this is her deal, too. And this is what she talks about. And she was telling me a story that she was in um, a high school and it was a Zoom setting, but she was talking to a major big high school, very much involved with track and field and the whole, the whole, uh, the whole team as she was talking about it. And there's one of the students that walked over to the coach and said, can I talk to you outside for a minute? And he said, look, everything she's talking about are things that have been going through my head and I need some help. And he wow. said, great, here we go. And she said, look, it's, it's just telling kids you're not, in, you're not here alone. So let us help you. And I think that the fact that David Martin's going to be there to talk to coaches to say, hey, look, if you can talk to your kids, if you can be upfront with your kids and, and have that conversation, it's going to go a long way. But it's interesting what the life we live in now that we have to and you have to, you know, educate our coaches on that part of our life. Well, and you know, Mike, <clears throat> excuse me, so many of our coaches have those personal interactions, uh, even sometimes more so than the parents do. Uh, they may have a, just a different connection than a parent does, and and they can they can see changes in an individual that might kind of be a red light as hey something's going on here. And I've heard uh, Dave Martin speak at some national conventions, and he he actually had that experience where one of his players, who happens to be the son of of the uh, where the name Jason Foundation comes from, Jason uh, died by suicide. And and he was a player for David Martin. And that impacted David's life so severely that he went into, he joined the Jason Foundation full-time to do whatever he can do to prevent that from happening to any other coach. And so... Uh, I think I, I just hope we get the word out to all of our members because we've added this session that we get a a good turnout for his session because that could be the most impactful session of the entire clinic. Yeah, I I agree, and I and you know what I give you guys a lot of kudos because that's not a that's not a real comfortable that's not like you know let's talk let's have this offensive line coach talk about this blocking scheme, you know this is this is something a little bit different, and I really give the WFCA, and you guys a lot of credit for inviting David Martin. Guys, we got to get to a break. We're going to hold Dan over for a little bit longer. We've got more questions for him. This is the pick and save. He's Dan Brunner. Excuse me if you just joined us. He's Dan Brunner, the WFCA Executive Director, and uh, my co-host, Tom Swiddle, Associate Head Coach at Arrowhead. This is the pick and save. Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Calling in the air already, sir, we want the ball. And it's knocking heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirt and grass. It's a You mess with one man, you got a song. The boys are falling. Swiddle, you just want to go hit somebody now, don't you? you just, oh. That song just makes you want to just get out and hit somebody. Oh, and absolutely. Welcome back to... One more to, time, just one more time, that's it. Man, <laughs> hey, hey, t- hey, Tom, let me ask you a question I ask everybody at the end of this Faith in the Zone show I do. And I'm going to ask Brenda the same question. Every uniform you ever put on, from the time you were six years old to the time you stopped playing any sport, if I could put all those into a closet and take one uniform out, you get one more game, who would it be, what uniform would it be, and who would you play against? Oh, boy. I I don't know. That's a tough question. Um you know, just thinking about it, I would probably put on my St. Norbert uniform. My last game that I played at St. Norbert was uh, at Dayton. We played Dayton, and it was a great game. They were number one in the country. We lost a, a real close one. So I'd love to get another shot at, uh, at Dayton and uh, see if we could beat them. Hey, Dan, same question for you. You know, um, it, would be a, it would be a tie. You know, I love playing at Boise Tech. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just I played for two legendary coaches. You know, Jim Richardson at Tech Jeez. and Forrest Perkins at Whitewater. And just to play one more game at Tech, and probably against Pulaski because that was that was a huge rival for us. And then at Whitewater, it would be put that uniform on and play against Lacrosse again. Yeah. Uh, because that was just a, a hated rival, and, you know, and both coaches just kind of drilled that and instilled that into us that, you know, you don't lose to Pulaski at Tech and you don't lose to lacrosse when you're at Whitewater. So, you know, if, to do that again, that would be, that would be my, uh, it'd be like my uh, last supper on death. There Bowl. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you know what's cool about the All-Star game? Is think about back then. If you're at Tech and all of a sudden now you have to go over to Whitewater because you made the made the WFC All-Star team and, and in the room next to you is a kid from Pulaski that you were taught for four years to hate and all of a sudden yeah. you find out, hey, man, he's a pretty good dude. He's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what's so neat about our All-Star game. And Doug Sarver just does such a phenomenal job putting that together every year again in light of the pandemic you talk about a yeoman's job wow what doug's doing to get this thing pulled off this year is nothing short of a miracle and you're right you know those kids that's the neatest thing about that all-star experience and tom and i have both coaching that game and when you see those kids they come in there and they're glaring at each other it's like hey that's that kid you know like you said if i'm from that's that kid from Pulaski, you know. And by the end of the week, they got their arms around each other and they're yeah. joking and laughing. They can't wait to get together. 
uh, down the road. And that That's the neatest thing about that All-Star game. They're standing up in each other's weddings, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And there's, oh, the yeah. Head, there's the head football coach from the high school going, hey, man, you can't have a gift from Pulaski <laughs> standing up in your wedding, man. That was against the rules. <laughs> hey, Dan, Dan uh, we're talking to Dan Brunner, uh, WFC Executive Director. Hey, Dan, if you can look into the future, and I know we can't, but how are you feeling as the Executive Director of Fall Football Getting back to normal, I guess, and I'm putting the quotations up in the air, getting back to some sort of normalcy um, when we get to August. I, I'm I'm just so optimistic. I mean, a- after what our coaches did this past year, it w- was phenomenal, both in the fall and then the alternate season. You know, I, I just think everybody is so chomping at the bit to just get back to a normal preseason regular preseason schedule, you know, get get through the daily grind and playing games on Friday night with packed houses and, and you know, the band there and the cheerleaders and everything. Uh, I'm really optimistic. I just think, you know, we've learned so much. And, you know, if there's a hiccup here and there, our guys know how to navigate that and get through it. And so, you know, I, I think I speak for – Everybody in our association, there's just a huge level of optimism. Well, especially when you consider, Dan, that a lot of school districts are lifting the mask policy. And, I mean, you know, I agree with you. I just think that the the upcoming fall season is just going to be uh, normal, just what we're used to. Yeah, I do too. I, I hope so. And, you know, they're, they're still they, – they did call me over at uh, uh, Channel 24 about coming back on the sidelines. And then this was, I don't know, six or eight weeks ago and then said, okay, let's hold off on it and let's just kind of play this out. Let's just wait to see how it plays out. And so I'm waiting for them to call back to say, hey, you know what, we uh, – yeah, we're good to go. But I have not heard that. But my hope is that, you know, that's that's how far we've – we have come uh, on this, and and uh, I'll let every I'll certainly let you guys know if that thing happens. Hey, I want to get back real quick to the clinic. Is there still there's still um, openings? So so coaches that have not signed up yet, Dan, they could still uh, still get involved in the clinic. That's number one. Number two, are you still looking for sponsors for that? For the clinic? Yes. Yes, we are absolutely, and we um, we we've, we've been reaching out to all of our vendors. Um, because, you know, again, there was some hesitancy about coming. You know, they didn't know if they were going to have the mask mandate in place. At the, but so uh, Sharna, you know, my executive assistant, Sharna Kelsey, has been reaching out to all of our past vendors to let them know, hey, come June 3rd, we're full goal. You know, there, there are no mask mandates in place, uh, no restrictions on gathering size or any of that stuff. So uh, we're going to, tr- we're really making a push these next, this next week and a half to just let everybody know that, you know, you can still sign up. You can still come. We want to get more um, of our vendors involved. Uh, we want, cause we've got booth space available uh, at this time too. So, you know, we know it's going to, you know, it, it's not going to be what our normal attendance has been, but, We'd like to get as many as possible. Everybody I talked to, you know, I ran into Stan Grove yesterday, and Tom knows him, and, you know, legendary football coach from Sussex Hamilton, 
Hall of Fame guy. And I, and he's, you know, he, he told me, he said, you know, he's coming to the Hall of the clinic and he wants to go to the Hall of Fame lunch uh, that we have there. And he can't wait to get there. And he's talked to a bunch of guys. So, I mean, there's a buzz going around where, you know, people are, it's so funny, Mike. When I went to the combine, you know, I I hadn't seen Tom Swiddle in a year, <laughs> and it's like, and Tony Biolo is over, you know, over a year, and it's like, man, we haven't seen each other for over a year. You know, it's like, I think people are chomping at the bit to get out and, you know, renew those acquaintances and so forth. So, you know, I think there's an excitement, and you know, I think we'll get uh, a late surge of registrants. Well, I, I agree, Dan. I, everybody that I talk to is so looking forward to the clinic um, as, as much, you know, as, as just getting out in general. And, you know, obviously all the benefits that the clinic has for football coaches. I mean, I, I just think there's, you know, a couple of reasons, really good reasons to go to the clinic this year. Yeah, I agree. There, there are. And, you know, that whole part about not seeing each other for as long as a lot of us haven't, you know, that that – and everything's going to be done safely no matter what the rules are. But th- that evening of Thursday night and Friday night, like we talked about in the past, man, the, you know, have have a beer and, and, and exchange some ideas. I'd like to be a fly on the wall in a couple of those rooms, boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It, it'll, be, it'll be really fun. Hey, Dan, thanks a lot for your time. We really appreciate it. And keep up the good work as the WFCA executive director. And, and if there's anything we can do from this end on that clinic, and you know we're trying to, to partner up with you on the All-Star game, and, and I'm hoping to get uh, an answer here real soon. Thank you, Mike. And thank, thank you, Tom and Mike, for what you do for, for high school sports in general. Thanks so much. Yeah, you bet. And you bet. anytime, we love doing it. When we get to a break, other side of the break, Tom Swiddle and I will uh, we'll end the show. I've got a couple of questions for him regarding the clinic and some of these unbelievable speakers that they have. And I just, uh, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with, with the, the level that they have uh, coming up for this, uh, this clinic on June 3rd, 4th, and 5th. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host. And man, he's good. Past president of WFCA, WFC Hall of Fame member, associate head coach at Arrowhead. He's Tom Swiddle. Hey, Tom, what a fun show it was today. Uh, you know, thank you so much for Brad Murphy and Doug Sarver and Dan Brunner. It just, uh, boy, this two hours go really quick doing this show. They do. And, you know, when you get somebody like Brad on there, you wish you, like you said, at least you had two more hours in which to talk because there's just so many things to talk about in that situation. And, you know, to highlight our events, you know, you, you look throughout the, the calendar year and there's just so many different WFCA events that we have. And because of the pandemic, you know, we've had to cancel them. And now we're just in a situation where it seems like so many of them are just falling together. The clinic, the hall of fame banquet, the all-star games, they're all pushed into about a, month and a half window and um there's a lot of work on the part of of some 
But, uh, you know, we're, we are confident that we're going to pull it off and, and just have great events. You know, we, and we talked about some of the highlights of some of the speakers at the clinic. But that, I mean, guy, guys like Gary Brown, who's, you know, UW running backs coach, and he's going to talk running back performance evaluations. Like, he's the guy we didn't even talk about, and he's right. going to be there on, on Friday morning. And there's so many of those that, look, when we highlight like a Barry Alvarez and, and you know, you highlight some of those guys at that level, look, the, the guys that we haven't talked about, are just are look. They're going to be really good. Matt Gifford, who I know, is going to do a great job and and talking a lot about kind of that that whole next level of what they do with team speed and the work that they put in. And there's so many of those when you take a look at the lineup, and this is a lineup that's just filled. And I don't know how you're going to choose sometimes between room one, two, three, and four. Well, I, I agree with you and. You know, somebody who is speaking, one, one session that I will definitely see is a former player of mine, uh, Taylor Lucas, who is now the offensive line coach and run game coordinator at UW-Stevens Point. Um, he's speaking, and I'm for sure going to sneak in into that room and make sure that he's doing it right. And if he doesn't, man, if he <laughs> hey, if he doesn't, you can stand up and say, "Hey, Lucas, get get on the line, man. That's not right. You can't no. be saying that." Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's going to do a great but you job. You know what? You know, like you talk about your current electric, um, you know, uh, students of yep. the week, and, yeah, and uh, you know all the great things. I, I could tell you, and I told Taylor this, and I told his dad this, who I'm very close to, that someday. Taylor is going to be one heck of a college football coach, and that's exactly what he is. Hey, Tom, how did you, and we only have two minutes, but how did you know that about Taylor Lucas? What what did he show you in high school that that's what, what he was going to do? Well, he was just always so inquisitive. I mean, he, you know, some guys just listen to what you say and do their job, and, and you can tell there's there's not a lot more going on for them, you know, in terms of how it fits into the big picture. Taylor was always somebody who saw how things fit together. It wasn't just line play for him, but it was what, okay, what's the quarterback doing? What's the running back doing? It's total understanding of a play. And there's a lot of, of high school football players that don't think that way. They, they know what they do, but they don't pers- you know, necessarily know what somebody else does on a given play, a given assignment. But he was always that person who wanted to see the big picture. Yeah, Taylor Lucas is going to be speaking at 10.50 uh, in Room 2 on Friday, June 4th, just so you know. And if you're up there and you're looking for something to do, you got Matt Gifford in, in Room 3, um, and you've got Taylor Lucas in Room 2 again at 10.50. If you haven't signed up, you and your staff, do it now. And if the more we talk about it, if you're a company that wants to, to maybe be around for three days with high school football coaches and you have a product that fits – Make sure you call me, call Dan Brunner, go online. There's a, a lot of different ways to get a hold of these guys. But if you're struggling with that and you have interest, you can get a hold of me at the radio station, and I'll I'll hook you up with uh, with Tom and and with Dan. Hey, uh, have a good weekend, man. You Stay, do the same. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be a, it feels like you're in uh, Vegas with this kind of heat. <laughs> yeah, it's the heat, not the humidity. There it is. He's Tom <laughs> Swill. Hey, thanks, brother. This is you the Pick bet. and Safe Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan.